I am talking into the mic. This is my normal speaking volume. No, it's no, it's not. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just want to say something random. Uh, real quick in this intro of all intros, uh, we're gonna be getting a little high and mighty about some Nike today. So if that's not your cup of tea, you you shouldn't have said Nike. You should have alluded to it. Now now all the mysticism is gone. Okay. But I didn't want people to get into the episode and then they were like, what did I listen to the first 15 minutes? I hate them already. They can just go ahead and hate us now in the first 15 seconds. I guess that's fair. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Subject tonight. I'm getting better at that. Yes, you are. It's your main man, Josh. I'm Megan. I got Megan here with me and we got some shit to say. We have lots of shit to say. We have lots of shit to say. Uh, mostly because we have waited a real long time to get anywhere close to political. Anywhere close. Because we were like, we're going to be a fun show. Um, but then I remembered that I don't care. We can still be a fun show and oh. make a political point to some degree. I feel like we, we're going to do okay at that, at least. This, okay. This will be another at least mediocre podcast. At least mediocre. I like that. Um, shout out to all of our listeners that might be listening in the middle of a hurricane. You guys are the real MVPs. Yes, you are. Or tropical storm, whatever it is now. Uh, it, it's something that we don't want. There's water. And Ocean, wind. take it back. Yeah. Sharknado hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure it's hey, coming. Stop bringing it up. Stop giving the world ideas, Megan. <laughs> it, it, if, you keep, if you keep talking about it, it's going to happen. Well, maybe I wanted to. We, they stopped it like Sharknado 6. I need a Sharknado 27. Okay? No. I need no, it you to don't. never die. No one needs that. Hashtag no one. Sharknado forever. Get out. I just made that hashtag. It's, it's mine. I you just said made your it shit, Megan. Right get now. out. I tell you to get out every episode. I know, right? <laughs> Why are you still here? Uh, still on patrol. Still on, still on patrol. Um, but first, as always, it's time for Weird, Weird News. So I think I went first. First, last time, or yeah, did you, you go should first? go first this time. Oh, okay, well, I will. Josh is bad, unprepared, unprepared. Well, I'm news. gonna tell you guys about a bug heist. Bugs, bugs, like insects. Yeah, no, they're not pulling off the heist. They were heisted. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, like, somebody stole insects. I just wanted to let you know that the, it was not bugs stealing things. They have not become that sentient to where they're like forming a bug army and Yo, robbing. You, you know, if that did happen, like we would literally all be dead. No, so I would like, just the bugs could like uprise and like take over the human race. I would just go buy one that. of those five thousand dollar flamethrowers from Elon Musk, <laughs> and I'd be fine. <laughs> My whole house just, would be burnt to the ground. Flamethrow all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but if like you know how like you have a right to stand your ground, you have a right to protect your property. Like if bugs are trying to rob me, I'm definitely going to kill them. How do you kill bugs? You flamethrow them. I have a plan for this. Anyway, bug heist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bug heist. So it says thousands of insects and spiders are stolen from the Philadelphia Museum. It's estimated that the stolen creepy crawlies are worth up to fifty thousand dollars. So it says arachnophobes should look away and maybe start tucking your pants into your socks. Philadelphians are on the lookout for 7,000 creatures, including a highly venomous spider that were stolen from the insect, the city's insectarium and butterfly pavilion last month. So wait, I wait, wait, add, wait, 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 wait. Insectarium? Mm-hmm. And butterfly, butter, butterfly? Butterflies. <laughs> it's like butterfree, but it's a plywood shaped like a butterfly. I got a feeling that's not going to work. It doesn't work. No. Um, but yeah, I should I should say that like when I first started reading this, I was like, okay, they're in a museum. Maybe they're mummified. Nope. All super alive and, and crawling around. 
That's kind of um, weird. So the thieves made off with up to 90% of the museum's entire collection. How the fuck do you... How how does one steal that many? Mm-hmm. Uh, including the six-eyed sand spider, whose bite, and I quote, can rot up to 25% of their victim's body. So if it bites you on the arm, the top quarter of your body is now rotted away. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh. So. Are they like training these spiders to be like weapons of war? I, I don't understand. I would not doubt it. Um, so, of course, people are tweeting and it's like, well, Philadelphia had a good run, but it's a shame we have to nuke the city from orbit now. Um, <laughs> and it says, define creepy crawlies because this is not time for cutesy language. You need to be specific. <laughs> um, so the insectarian CEO said that he wasn't sure there's ever been a larger insect live insect heist. And I'm just going to be like, I've never heard of another live insect heist. So, yeah, let's go ahead and just give you the Guinness World Record on that one. Um, the estimated value of the missing creatures is thought to be anywhere between forty and $50,000. Um, and the authorities believe that the thieves possibly previous, previously worked at the museum. Um, and he says, we know exactly who did this. They snuck out the back with all these boxes. We caught them on camera. They took the stuff, and then they didn't show up for their shifts. So they already know who did it. Okay. And at least there were people that worked there. I, I had assumed it was like somebody completely outside who would just come in there and I was like, I'm still all these fucking bugs. Well, apparently it was several people. It wasn't just like one or two. They're saying several. And it says several of the thieves even left a bizarre calling card by sticking their uniforms to the wall with steak knives. That's weird. I'm sorry, but that's like the grandest fuck you I have ever heard of in my entire life. That's really weird. Not only did you super quit, but you also stole all of the inventory. That's like like the heist from back in the day. Like when, like, that's weird because like when people would rob banks back in the day, like they didn't even wear like masks or shit. They just wore like suits like they were fucking going to church or whatever. They would just like shoot up the place and be like, ha ha ha, you've just been robbed by Barnstein Joe. <laughs> and they just dip away or whatever. You'll never catch me, copper. Right. Like that. that's, I feel like it was one of those. Like I feel like calling cards are basically like, like. Old style yeah, shoot em up robberies. Basically. Because like you, you want them to know that you did it. This is why you left your uniform there. And, like, now they just have to catch you. Well, I, I don't think they care. But, like, that's the other thing. Like, did they release the creatures? Because I'm super uncomfortable even living in Indiana with the fact that there is a six-eyed sand spider out there that, that can rot 25% of my body. Yeah, that feels that feels like a concern. On a totally separate note, not I mean, not separate from the story, but on a separate note, do you think the 10% of the bugs that were left there were just chilling out like... Was that not good enough for you? Like, why didn't why didn't you take me? I have I a feeling that they they thought they were not worthy. I I just because I feel like if you, if you live in like a bug society, and then all the other bugs disappear, either you're incredibly happy that you now aren't rule going insane, bug kingdom, or you were waiting for your time to go to the great beyond, and just, you were not chosen. Just take me now, just take me, oh spider god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my weird news out of Philly. Interesting. Well, I got some weird news, too. Okay. Is it also a bug-related heist? Oh, no. It's actually something completely different. Because the last couple times we've done weird news, it's been, like, oddly related, animal-wise. True. And, yeah. True. No, this is this is totally unrelated. Okay. Uh, a football coach in L.A. was fired after players spiked water with sex enhancement drug. What, like Viagra? Yeah, actually. That's almost <laughs> exactly what it was. Why was the coach fired? Because his players spiked a bunch. 
A high school football coach in Los Angeles uh, was fired for not telling parents that two students allegedly spiked uh, the water at a team practice with a male enhancement drug. Oh, okay. Yeah, I he, mean, that's he was still... fired like two weeks later um, after allegedly they came forward to talk about the fact that they uh, spiked the water. And like I mean, they just ratted themselves out? Basically. Uh, and I mean, they, they weren't in too much trouble because, um, like, the coach didn't bother to notify anybody. That's why they got fired. Because this happened. They found out about it, but they didn't tell anybody. Okay. But, like, no parent complaints were received. No, The school police weren't involved. And the testing of the water didn't even happen because the water was discarded before people actually, like, yeah. said anything about it. But the fact that they knew and then didn't inform people was the reason why he was fired. Damn. But, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Because I feel like not only is that a shitty reason to get fired, but also... Why would you do that? Well, yeah, and I'm I'm also kind of wondering, why did they even come forward about it? Because it, it didn't sound like the coach is like, I got you, just admit it. It sounds like they were like, hey, coach, just so you know, a couple weeks back, we spiked the punch with Viagra. Like, Yeah, that's almost exactly what happened. So now, why? Why did you put him in that position? Uh, I don't know. Who hurt you? <laughs> Who? So far, uh, it looks like there was no enhancement to the team's on-the-field performance, though. Well, that's their season because record is still all of three. their blood was going <laughs> right downstairs. <laughs> we'll see here in about nine months how many of those players have kids, and then we'll know if it's an issue. Oh, here's the meat of it. Um, officials also said that the dude who was fired also committed numerous other violations, including failure to secure a practice permit, insufficiently vetting an assistant coach, and allowing players, allowing players to practice before they received academic eligibility. So this was, this was like a straw that broke the camel's back situation. Okay, I maybe get the last one. Who else needs the football field? Why do you need to get a practice permit? I don't know. I you're mean, the football coach. Well, that depends. If you if you're not like a big um if you're not like a big school, there may not be like a separate field for like your soccer team or a bunch of other stuff okay, to be maybe. used at the time. And so if you don't properly manage that, that could that could be an issue for like, both your administration and for everything else that you're doing. That guy has to just be sitting at home, just drinking a lot of Viagra water right now. Just really angry. <laughs> like a permanent boner. He's like, I'm going to suffer through this. A permanent this boner. This is bullshit. I will have a boner that lasts more than four hours. Come at me, bro. Isn't that what all the commercials say? I thought it was, like, 24. I thought, I think it's only four. I gotta look that shit up. No, no, really I have, like, a really weird Google We history. live in the age of information. Um, how many hours is too long to <laughs> Too long to have a boner. <laughs> Google says four hours. Okay, you're right. You're right. That's fine. Well, then it's... 24 would definitely be an issue. <laughs> I love this. This is... <laughs> what does it say? What does it say? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, no. <laughs> Despite the fact that men may want to maintain their erection as long as possible, you definitely have a medical issue when your erection lasts for more than four hours. In the case of prolonged erection, the tissue of the penis can die due to lack of oxygen. Oh. I'm learning so much information. I am too. I'm sorry for who I am. I was not ready for today. You know what? If you clicked out because of the intro about Nike, like... Sorry you're about you. Fun shit, you're, yeah. you're missing fun shit and you're learning valuable information. Yes, about our actions. <sighs> Speaking of Nike, let's get into the shit though. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you who are uninformed, although you probably shouldn't be, 
um, there's been like a new wave of uh, basically, let's say, idiocy regarding Kaepernick and his exploits on informing people about police brutality in America. And you would have probably if you're on if you're on social media in any variety, you will have seen a lot of people doing things like burning Nike shoes or other Nike apparel. Or if you own a TV or read a paper. Also true. Have a phone that sometimes gets text messages from your drunk uncle. Like, <laughs> you're going to know what's going on. Exactly. And the main reason being, uh, Nike recently uh, released an ad involving Kaepernick and people are upset because a lot of people don't like Kaepernick saying that he's not in support of our troops and a bunch of other nonsense. Incorrect. I'm sorry. What? Continue. <laughs> So there's, there's the kind of overview of the situation. And here's my take on it. Being that even if you're mad at Kaepernick and, and that, even if you ne- don't necessarily agree with what he's doing and how he's going about it, I'll respect that because you're also an American and your opinion does matter, even though it's wrong. I don't agree with burning Nike products. And here's why. The problem with that and burning anything that you've already bought is the fact that you've already bought it. And some You're of these literally people making no are difference. specifically going out and buying them in order to burn them. And that makes no sense. Like, we live in America. You're free to burn it anyway. Like, even if you... Even if before all this nonsense, you were just fed up with Nike because of all the other reasons you could be fed up with Nike. Like... And Child you went out and just sweat workers or exactly. something. Like, yeah. And like you, you went out and burned all their shit. They still wouldn't care. They're Nike and their stocks are up now. Yes. Do, do, like, because of all the publicity. They tanked by 6% the the release week and they are now up by 8 or 9%. I of believe. course. So they're doing fine guys. Yeah. Because you continue to buy their shit to burn it. Yeah. And of course, like there's all these people, like these these organizations that are like, oh, we will no longer support Nike and shit. Like, who are you as an organization, unless you're, I don't know, fucking Google, like, that will make an actual difference in regards to their sales? They don't give a shit about who you are. If you and all of your followers stop supporting Nike because of a thing that you don't completely understand, like, no. So, they really, don't care. really quick, for those that I guess maybe somehow don't know what's going on. Um, I found a really quick, like, little timeline. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I actually yeah. think I got it from you. Um, a lady on Twitter named Annie Renault. I'm going to hope I said that right. It's R-E-N-E-A-U. Um, it's at Motherhood and More. Um, kind of just gave a really quick synopsis. I and, think I think I did send you this. Yeah. And it says, so let's go over what we've got here. Kaepernick sat on the bench during the national anthem on August 26, 2016, because he saw the racial disparities in our legal and justice systems and felt that our country, the one that our our flag and anthem represent, was not living up to its ideals of liberty and justice for all. That simple action created an uproar among people who took it as disrespect for the flag and for veterans who sacrificed for our freedoms. Controversy ensued. Another football player and veteran, former Seahawk and Green Beret Nate Boyer, saw this go down and he wrote to Kaepernick sharing support for the basis of his protest, but explained to him why sitting during the anthem created such a visceral response for some people, including himself. Um, Kaepernick invited Boyer to meet with him and they spoke for two hours. Well, actually, two hours. This, this one actually says they spoke for about 90 minutes, so I'll, I'll go with that one. But they spoke for a decent amount of time. Long sharing- enough to actually, like... 
have a real conversation. Yeah. I have had shorter drunk conversations with people, and I get real in depth with my conversations when I'm drunk. So. <laughs> I can attest to this. Um, <laughs> so they spoke for 90 minutes, sharing their different perspectives. Kaepernick said that he wanted to make his statement without being disrespectful for the mil- to the military, because that's obviously not what he was trying to do. So Boyer suggested that instead of sitting, Kaepernick could kneel during the anthem because soldiers take a knee when someone is wounded. They take a knee at a fellow soldier's gravesite. They take a knee to pray. Taking a knee is often a sign of reverence and respect. So again, Kaepernick wanted to stage his peaceful demonstration while still showing respect for the military. So he talked to a veteran about how to do that. And that veteran suggested that he take a knee instead of sitting because taking a knee is a sign of respect and reverence. I don't know how people keep missing this and complaining that Kaepernick and others who have knelt during the anthem are disrespecting the military. We kneel to pray. We kneel to propose marriage. We kneel before royalty. Taking a knee in those instances is always a sign of respect and reverence. Soldiers kneel in solidarity solidarity with a wounded. Football players themselves kneel when a player is injured and carried off the field. Taking a knee says, I see you and acknowledge your suffering. It is always a sign of respect and reverence. Always. Can you think of a situation in which consciously getting down on one knee is not a sign of respect? Because I can't. Boom. I I didn't even, like, she went so much further in depth than I even knew because I didn't know that he had talked to a veteran. I didn't know, I didn't even know that he sat on the bench originally. I thought he started off kneeling. Like, I don't watch a whole lot of That's how most people get into the situation. They think it's it's because he kneeled when in actuality the the controversy started when he didn't Stand up at all. Exactly. Yeah. So when I originally saw people getting upset, going to be totally honest, before I knew what was going on, before I knew what he was saying and demonstrating, I was like, what, what's going on? Like, what, what you doing? I wasn't upset about it. I wasn't angry. I wasn't burning anything. But I was like, I don't understand this. So I looked into it. He's doing this for a legitimate reason and not just because he's like, this country shit. And like, he, he is stand. He's literally not standing. This country shit. <laughs> That's also a good title for this episode. <laughs> um <laughs> JK. But he has a legitimate reason and a stance and he he's he's standing up for what he believes in by not standing up, if that if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I know it's kind of backwards. It but he, he really, really is. So don't I just talked to Josh about this. When Nike came out, that commercial to me was so effing powerful that I watched that probably twelve times. I I love the stance that they're taking. I love the commercial itself. I love the message that it sends. I think it's beautiful. I think it's so well done. I had no idea who it was at first, and I was like, damn, they had a really good... I like that voice. It's like, it's it's powerful, but it's also still very soft. It's like, it's not... I, I like I'm I'm weird about that. Like when I'm thinking of people that voice over commercials, I'm like, you're not the right person for that. You're way too aggressive right now. Like <laughs> I'm so weird when it comes to voiceovers. But I, when I'm listening to him speak, I'm like, man, they got the perfect guy to do this. Like I, I, I really like it. And then all of a sudden, you see the back of his hair and his big fluffy head. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like grab it just, everything. It just clicked. Me. And I, oh my, it's just such a powerful thing because he. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that football is the know-all, end-all for everybody. I don't think that football is the biggest sacrifice that you ever could have made in your entire life. I, I, I just, I, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is he knew the controversy that it could 
ensue because so many people watch football and he was like there is so much injustice happening we have rallied we have had black lives matter we've had all these different things that i we, we have tried to get people to listen to us and they won't do it nope you know what everybody's going to be doing on sunday though watching the super bowl exactly so i'm going to go ahead and i'm just i'm i'm going to do this because i know people will be watching they're not going to turn it off. They right. want to watch the football game. That's my favorite part about, like, the entire situation is that, like, if if you were, like, at, if this was just, I don't know, like, a, a normal fucking game, like, Bears versus the Eagles or yeah. whatever, like, it, it would have still been some form of, there would have still been some form of controversy, but the fact that he chose one of the biggest stages in America... Mm-hmm. Because the Super Bowl really is one of the biggest. Like more people watch the Super Bowl than the fucking presidential election. Oh yeah, let's just be real. Well, so like, and a lot of people, let's be honest, they just watch them for the Super Bowl ads. Like, true, there, there are a ton of <laughs> very that. true. But then they're like, well, I don't want to miss any of the ads. I better just watch the whole Super Bowl. So they're gonna watch the whole dang thing. Yes, they are. Halftime, whatever they're watching it for, they're watching it for a reason. Well, they, they do make it entertaining. They, yes. they do find various ways to make it like, one how, of the most entertaining things possible. How can we possibly do this? Don't worry, Lady Gaga's gonna jump off the roof. Of the <laughs> or some we, shit. We've got well, this. she's gonna like parachute down from the fucking yeah. like from the sky with like a parachute made of meat or some nonsense. Next year, not dead Elvis Presley and not dead Tupac <laughs> are gonna come into the stadium together gonna blow everybody's gonna be they're gonna be reincarnated through the power of music no no, 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 josh i'm going off of the conspiracy that neither of them are. oh true 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 that they've been like they just disappeared and have been been in hiding yeah biggie's there too they're all alive together on an island okay even though they've all been like confirmed yeah okay Mm -hmm. they, they use body doubles yeah but yeah like my my biggest problem with this entire situation even because obviously we we've we've had like several different waves of controversy come through the first being like the the first time you know when when everybody kind of thought he was being disrespectful and then the knee and now this Mm -hmm. but i feel like those are kind of the three major spikes in controversy regarding this issue but i feel like no one has ever or a few of the people that are like preaching this like he hates you know the flag he hates the veterans like all this other nonsense those are like the same people that have kind of created this i want to call it us like i don't maybe not a society but a a mindset of misinformation that kind of just prowls through america telling us all wrong things and people accepting that as fact because it comes from someone that they respect or whose opinion that they respect and I hate that because it means that there's no room for actual discussion about whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't help when situations like this happen and then people go like fucking burn their Nikes. Like, so dumb. What, what does that do? What, what, what does that solve? Even if you were mad at Nike, like boycotting Nike services or no longer buying their products would hurt them more than buying or than buying buying things to burn or burning things you've already bought. Like burning down a fucking Nike warehouse is how you hurt Nike. Not to say that I'm condoning doing that. Please don't do that. Yeah, nope. Please don't sue us, Nike. But like fucking if, if you're gonna do something, like do something that matters. That's why boycotts are a thing. That that's that's why that happened. If you are unhappy with 
how they're doing. That, that's why people boycotted Chick-fil-A when their CEO made that comment or made comments against, like, LGBTQ people. Like, Which, can I just say for a real quick second, has probably been one of the hardest boycotts of my life. <laughs> because as much as I love my moms so much, Chick-fil-A is fucking delicious. Yeah, it is. Why did it have to be so delicious? Why couldn't it have been, like, some vegan restaurant somewhere that I'm never going to eat at? It would have been so easy to boycott them. But no, now i got to boycott Chick-fil-A. You want to know, by the way, the only time that I ever want Chick-fil-A, which actually helps my boycott? On Sundays? Sundays. Of course. I always want Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, and I can't have it because Jesus doesn't eat chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jesus... I'm I'm really salty. (laughs) Jesus doesn't eat chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. But yeah. Like, that's, that's really my biggest issue. And the fact that, like, nobody's having a conversation about these things. Because if you stop and examine any part of it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But people aren't listening. No, because, look, it, this country has been divided for a really long time. I'm not trying to say that Trump did it. I'm not trying to say that Obama did it. I'm not trying to say it's purely a race thing. I'm not trying to say it's purely a South versus North thing. I'm not. I'm not trying to say any of that. What I'm saying is that the last time I feel like this country was united was after September 11th. Everybody was like, wow, this really, really shitty thing that just happened makes me forget that I don't like you. And let's go ahead and come together. And don't get me wrong, I'm not asking for another September 11th. We don't need no more of that shit, okay? No more. But what I'm saying is I cannot recall a time that we have all come together like that since that day. And... I just feel like in a country that's this divided, conversations are not going to take place. There, We can sit here and hold this podcast, and we can have the couple people that actually listen to it on a regular basis be like, yeah, we support you guys, we still love you. Or they're just going to be like, well, I loved you before, goodbye. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. But what I'm saying is, like, we can have this conversation because we are like-minded, but you don't see this conversation going over well with me and my grandparents. Like... They have a totally different view. I love my grandparents. I respect the shit out of them. I will always respect the shit out of them. Like, but all they do is get their information from Fox News. If Fox News literally told my grandpa tomorrow that the sky was green, he would argue until his last breath that the sky was green because Fox News told him so. And that's that's where he gets his news. I, on the other hand, try to come in and I'm like, okay, I did hear this on Fox News. I also heard this on CNN. I heard this on Al Jazeera. And uh, here's what I've compiled as what I think is the easiest story. You know, I agree. What, or what I think is the most complete story. I um, feel like that's the right way to go about it. Well, I mean, I'm not telling everybody that they have to watch four different news programs and look online and then... Cre- I don't expect every single person to do that. But I do expect people to not just take what one person on one channel and that one view that they're doing as the know-all end-all. Like, have conversations with people. And my grandpa will try to have conversations with me, but his conversations are, I want to know what your opinion is so I can tell you that you're wrong. Once again, I respect the hell out of this man. This man helped raise me. I mean, all of my cousins, they helped raise us, my, my, my grandfather and my grandmother. I will... I will love and respect him till the day I die, but I really hate having political conversations with him sometimes because occasionally, just because he's my grandpa, I have to be like, I can, I can see where you're coming from there and just end the conversation because if because I, because there's no other way to do it. Cause if no you actually to try to converse, they won't, there won't be a conversation. It'll, it'll become an argument, 
because he's unwilling to change his stance mm -hmm. and his point doesn't make sense, so you can't agree with it either. Yeah. And I, I, just, I have that I same problem it. with my uncle. I can't do it. And, you know, the really, really funny thing is, and I'm not trying to out anybody in my family. I won't say names. Like, obviously, if my family end up listening to this, like, what's up? Talking about you. Um, <laughs> but I had certain people in my family that up until the election of Trump were completely on my grandpa's side. And then Trump came along and was like, I'm going to say a bunch of shit that I should not be saying out in public, or I'm going to still somehow get elected after doing X, Y, or Z. And so that part of the family was like, maybe I've been wrong about everything my whole life. And started actually <laughs> looking into shit. And now, like, those certain people in the family are honestly almost as progressive as I am. And it's, it's so crazy to watch that change because I was of the same mindset that people don't change. People are born maybe you can convince them to not be a dick but like <laughs> they're not really going to change their full mindset <laughs> stop laughing at me <laughs> maybe you can even convince them to not be a dick well i mean i feel like to a certain extent like some of the conversations i've had with people even if they don't agree i'm like hey just so you know like i had a conversation with a coworker the other day and she said when when they were growing up queer was an okay word to say and now yes people are kind of trying to reclaim it but that's only certain people you should never refer to a gay person or a lesbian person or anybody in the lgbt community as queer like that's it still has a really negative connotation yeah, that's definitely it. a faux pas and i talked to her about it and she was just like well it was a different time but i appreciate you telling me this because not that I say it all the time, but I know that I would have said it had I not known that it was kind of like a no-no word because I've grown up knowing that. So, now she's not going to go outside and act like a dick. Is she going to think it in her head? Probably. Probably. But she's not going to go and outwardly treat people that way. And that's all I'm asking you is just think about other people's feelings because that's exactly, in my opinion, what Colin Kaepernick was doing. Is He's like, hey, I'm black. There are other black people that are also just getting shot up for no reason uh, or, you know, brutalized by police officers or, you know, X, Y, Z. I would like to stand up for them and myself because I am a millionaire football player with a platform where I can get a point across and they can't. So he's standing up for what he believes is right and he's opening up the dialogue for conversation and Everybody was just like, oh, I feel icky about the feelings that I'm feeling. I should go burn all my Nike shit now. Like, <laughs> I should go burn all my Nike shit now. I'm sorry. I don't know. That you, can't, you can't have this black person going on talking all this nonsense. Oh, no. Gotta burn all the Nikes now. I don't immediately want to go to racism. I really don't. But you cannot sit here and tell me that you don't think that as soon as they're like, this is for the veterans. No, this is because Trump brought out all the racists again. I'm sorry, did I say that? I feel like I said that. Well, no, like, did I, I feel like that? that's a that's a fair thing to say. Like, even, like, objectively looking at, like, where we are as as a country. Before Trump came along, like, even, even during, like, the primaries, before, like, shit got nuts and he was actually the fucking, <laughs> like, runner, like, he was actually running for the, the, the real presidency when there were people that could stop him. Yeah. Uh, like, we, we noticed this slight shift. And people who used to do those types of things, but a black guy was a, but a black guy was president, so they were like, eh, maybe we won't do that right now because I like America. I mean, I like that guy, but I like America. Uh -huh. Well, and even I'll even say before that, I grew up, and the one thing that I I don't want to get on my mom about, 
when I was learning about Black History Month as a kid in school, because that's all we get, one month, that's it. There's no other time for black history. Blacks didn't exist in every other month but February. No. Um, when I would learn about it and I would ask her questions, she's like, sweetie, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Racism is not a thing anymore. Everyone is equal. It's totally fine. And I think what my mom was trying to tell me was, everybody is equal. Don't try to ever. I know you're sitting here silently laughing. <laughs> And, and what I think she meant was not that racism doesn't exist anymore. It's everyone is equal. Don't ever treat anybody as different from you. And she was trying to make that a lesson. But words she said were racism doesn't exist anymore. Everyone's fine. Everyone's everyone's equal together. So don't worry about it. Okay. So that's kind of, I feel like, what a lot of people in my generation grew up knowing. At least white kids in my generation grew up knowing. Knowing? No. Knowing. Feeling, being told. <laughs> yeah, was that everyone is equal, it's okay. And now that Trump came out and got supported by some very icky people, I will I will not sit here and be like, Trump is a racist, okay? But what I will say is that you had real racist people supporting you and you weren't like, I don't like the fact that you're supporting me. You were like, they're great people too. No. No, they're not. I feel like you can say Trump's a racist. Yeah. And a sexist and a lot of other things. He's a lot like, of this. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and bash on him, but it's very clear that he has ties in those communities, if you want to call them that, Whether because they are the communities. Word leave hit lead his mouth. That's just like, OK, um, I'm trying to think about he it. called Hispanics rapists. Yes. And drug yes, dealers. Yes, he did. That's a thing. He sure did. He said that uh -huh. on recorded television. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, And he said that with like. Emphas like with he, he was emphatic uh -huh. about that fact as he as he put it like oh, yeah. that you hashtag what was it alternative facts no hashtag fake news fake news but I think it's also alternative facts sure whatever anyway <laughs> but so when when Trump got elected and was supported by those people and Trump did not denounce them everybody was like. Oh, oh we can be racist now. We can be racist again. This is the best day ever. Honey, where's our Confederate flag? We're getting tattoos tonight. Like, I... Ugh. So when Nike came out with a commercial, <laughs> which is what this whole point was supposed to be, Yeah. I literally, I watched it so many times because even as a white person, I have my eyes fucking wide open and I can see what's fucking happening just like anybody else with actual eyeballs that see should be able to see is that this country is divided okay this country has an obscene amount of black death going on for obscene. people to just be like no this is okay this isn't racist this isn't a, a weird system that we're allowing to happen this isn't injustice they're just they were thugs they were rapists they were drug dealers they were blah 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 Okay, and there are people yeah. that have died for doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, or like that, or that that woman, the police woman who broke into that guy's house because she thought it was hers for whatever reason and, and shot, shot him. him. And she went, she went into someone else's house and shot them for being in the wrong place. That person is dead now because she was mistaken. She did that. A um, couple other ones that I've seen recently is um, a woman called the police and had this person pulled over and searched because he was a black kid driving with his white grandma. And they were like, oh, he's obviously holding her hostage. So they pulled over the car, pulled the kid out, searched his whole body. Wouldn't And the grandma is over there crying, that's my grandson. Don't hurt my grandson. But he's literally over there being like, grandma, it's okay. Grandma, it's okay. This, I mean, he's a teenager. 
this teenager is having to explain to his grandma that it's okay that I'm getting searched because I'm black and I'm different and I'm scary. That's so fucked up. I'm sorry, but there is absolutely no reason for it. And me having a shit ton of white privilege is sitting here telling you that if you are a white person and you're pretending that this isn't happening, then your eyes are fucking closed and you need to open them wide up. Just as wide as you can fucking get them. Just pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah, my biggest thing is what people act like racism is over, but do they realize the civil rights movement was only 50 years ago? Mm -hmm. Like in actual lifetime? And you have to also realize that black people theoretically were supposed to have all equal rights and freedoms a hundred years before that literally <laughs> like before when we came to this country is, is when that was supposed to happen uh well when they came to this country i think that they kind of knew that they were like no we're, we're yeah, gonna yeah, take yeah, these yeah, guys yeah, kind of yeah, poorly yeah, you, right now you're, you're kind of right i'm just saying one. like law wise written in law the 14th amendment not i'm not saying that the 14th amendment guaranteed them all rights and freedoms and money and power and all this other stuff but they were like hey these guys aren't slaves anymore slavery is not a cool thing and at that point you should be like well if they can't be slaves i guess they're people and they were like no no, no they're not no or no they're they're a subset of people yes God. they're not our people they're 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 a different people so we can do things like not let them eat oh well, my favorite one of my favorite facebook posts of all time we're like uh, fucking old people like it was like an old person being like well uh i don't know how like people are so sensitive nowadays back in the day we didn't do this and like there was a comment right under that bit bitch like 50 years ago black people white people couldn't even drink out of the same water fountain what the fuck yeah. are you talking about well <laughs> that's that's one of the things that like is just it boggles my mind that like people like me get called a snowflake because I care about actual human decency and treating everyone as an equal and making sure that all human rights are being met. And I'm not saying, give everyone money from the government. Everyone should get the exact same amount of work for totally different pay. Or, wait, switch that. Yeah. Anyway, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that every single thing needs to be changed. But what I am saying is that I'm disgusted about the fact that I still hear the N-word all the time. And I'm not talking about with a with the soft A, okay? I'm talking about hard... R is still happening with that tone that says you are lesser than me. Yep. I'm talking about the fact that up until a couple years ago, my moms were not legally allowed to love each other and be in the same committed relationship that I am in with my husband. Yep. I, I'm just, if you want to call me a snowflake for thinking that it's super uncool when you still use the F word, and by F word, I mean fag. I apologize for saying it, but I needed to make sure everybody knew what I was talking about. When you're using words like the F word, like the N word, like the R word, I, I'm sorry, but there's no possible way that you mean anything other than something super negative by it. And what you're saying is these people are lesser than me. One of the things that I try to talk with the kids at the juvie about is everyone at the juvie, not every, I won't say everyone, a lot of kids though, like to be like, man, that's gay. So yep. I teach him that every time. What do you mean when you say that's gay? That's stupid. So are gay people stupid? Well, no. My brother's gay. Okay, that's great. But what you just said was that's gay. And when I asked you what it meant, you said that that was stupid. So what you've just said is that your your gay brother is stupid for being gay. Well, that's not what I meant. But that's but, what you but said. That, that's literally what you're saying, though. Watch your words. Say what you mean. If you think it's dumb, say that's dumb. If you if you think that that is a dumb you know rule, if you think that that's harsh, if you think that I'm being rude, tell me I'm being rude. Don't be like, man, you gay. No. Because what you're telling me then is that gay people are bad, gay people are lesser, gay people are dumb. Don't but do that. that. And that, I think, I think the, the use of the, the word gay in that situation is a perfect analogy 
for what the N-word used to mean mm-hmm. and how that used to work. Because a lot of people, I feel like, especially in today's society, like, hear the N-word and think several different things because of what it means now mm-hmm. in relation to or in in contrast to how it used to be used and what it used to mean. Yeah. Because it is a bit different now. It is a word that black people have tried to reclaim with good reason. Yeah. But... Like, it, it, it means very different things depending on the person who's using it mm-hmm. and the context in which it's being used. Exactly. So, like, a lot, a lot of people don't really understand it as a word and why it's such an issue, but I feel like using words like gay or the R word that I'm, I'm not even going to use because I, I've been... I've had that problem. Oh, I used to have that problem all the time. And the funny thing is, is, like, I signed the pledge in high school and I was like, oh, this is cute. I signed a pledge. But, like... Honest to God, until my senior year of high school, when I met my sister who has autism, who has cerebral palsy, who has a lot of different disorders, and I watched her in school be called the R word by people that actually meant it that way, I never really took that pledge that I had signed seriously. Nope. And I feel like that's the same way for a lot of people. If you don't know a gay person, I don't feel like what you say is going to hurt anybody because you're not around them on a regular basis. If all you do is talk with a bunch of white supremacists all the time, you think it's totally okay to say the N-word because you don't care about a single black person. Well, here's the thing. That it might hurt. You know what I mean? In their culture, that is okay. Yeah. That's the problem is that we, we have these, I almost want to call them pockets of people who don't have all these reasons to not have these problems. Mm. Like, all these people that are in these situations don't have that one black friend who can be like, oh, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, and I think one of my favorite parts about going to Franklin is that I got to be that for a lot of people. Yeah. Although that was fucking work. Uh-huh. Like, y'all motherfuckers, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I went oh, there to shit. get an education, like, and instead I was educating. <laughs> for real, like, it is is crazy the number of people I had to be yeah. like, well, you, you do realize... Uh, don't know if you should use that. Like, there's just... Unless you have reason to know that what you're doing is wrong or to understand how hurtful that language can really be, yeah. you don't have a reason to change it. Mm-hmm. Or you're stubborn and you're old, usually, and you don't care who you hurt because you're on your last leg anyway and you're about to go meet Jesus. Well, so and that's what, fuck I'm what I got to like, say about it. That's why I think it's so important for our age people to have these conversations because unfortunately, like I said, I really stand by it. Maybe you're not going to be a dick after having a conversation, but I don't feel like it's honestly going to change you as a person. Eventually, you're going to die though, and it's going to be me and my children and my children's children that are leading the planet. And if I can teach them don't ever be a dick and here's why, I feel like we can actually make some change. But no, I don't think it's going to happen tomorrow. I don't, I honest to God, I don't think that Colin Kaepernick kneeling and Nike making this commercial ad is going to change anyone's mind. But what it's going to do is that in 50, 60 years, when they're talking about Black History Month, I feel like that is going to be our, our, our age group's fight. It's going to be Black Lives Matters and it's going to be the, you know, Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And I, I feel like... It, you have to make these moments because it is so fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I get really heated about this because I just don't understand why people still feel the way that they do. And on the subject of you kind of equating gay and the N-word, the only part that, not the only part, but the main part that I'll disagree with you on is a lot of people 
use gay because being gay is a choice. If they made fun of people, maybe they could talk them out of being gay. Okay? That's true. That's, you cannot that's just true. talk a person out of being black. That's, that's very true. It's, you, it's, that's not a thing that you can change. No. It's not a thing. So it, it's, it, I feel like the N word is still inherently worse because you're, well, no, it's, that's definitely worse. And I don't want anybody to think that I think that being gay is a choice. I truly 100% do believe that you are born how you are. You don't change those feelings. But what I'm saying is that the view on it even doesn't make sense to me because even those who think that being gay is a choice you can't just think someone born to themselves black like it's not like they were just like mm, okay let's what are the options in the womb giving me white black hispanic mm, let's go i, I dark feel like being possible. a little dark today yeah. love me some chocolate oh shit i was born today oh no what happened Wait, i can't change it now like let me too long in the oven yeah like i even if you still have that bass backwards feeling bass backwards. Oh. ass backwards that's and great whatever. i'm stealing that okay, no problem bass backwards that, you... that's it that's the one i'm that's, put that on a shirt <laughs> i will that's bass backwards bass backwards um and Still it's actually control. it's also <laughs> it's you've seen chicken run right <laughs> um, <laughs> but even if you somehow still have that view that's super backwards how can you possibly think that someone just woke up and decided they wanted to be black? If your name is not Rachel Dolezal, no one is choosing that, okay? They they might own it. They might be proud of their heritage. But you can't seriously look on look down on someone and be like, it's your fault that you were born the way. No. No. They, they view that. They say or they feel like they feel like that because other people have told them that that's okay. Yeah, it's not. I feel like if they weren't told that, they wouldn't ha they wouldn't feel that way. And uh, you can, if you do feel that way, you can feel more than welcome to uh, come at me, bro. Uh, just know I'm probably just going to block you because I don't have time for your petty bullshit. As I've said, I really don't think that discussions, if you're having a discussion, absolutely. If you have a legitimate question and you're like, hey, maybe I didn't understand this. I would love your view on it. Or, hey, um, if you come at me politely, I'll say that. If you come at me politely <laughs> and you're okay listening, I'll listen to you too. I'm pretty set in my views because I feel like my views are moral and ethic. Um, but if, if you want to have a discussion, that's totally fine. Um, but if you get on Twitter and you're like, N-word this and snowflake that, you're just going to get blocked. So have fun. I'm totally fine. Block, block, block all day long. In Don't direct contrast to that, please come at me. N-word me. R-word me. Do all the things, please. Oh, my God. Because I, I will be more than happy to set your dumb ass straight. <laughs> Also, Josh has a lot more time on his hands than me, apparently. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Please. Please start a Twitter beef with um, me. Please start a follow, Facebook beef with me. I, I will shut your shit down. At, uh, at JPlays Tonight on Twitter. Um, at us, at Subject Tonight. And me at uh, McSpicy Nugget. So. Let's make it happen. I'm looking to have a heated discussion. I'm looking to have like a somewhat okay discussion. Because... <laughs> Like I said, a somewhat okay discussion. I uh, I work at the Masonic Home, so I have a lot of these discussions on a regular basis, I and it. I don't have time for another Twitter one. Uh, the other day, I actually had to walk out of a resident's room because I knew that he was old and uh, didn't need me to yell at him. But he decided to let me know that he wasn't watching that Gospel Channel because there were nothing but N words on the TV. And I said, uh, I'm gonna have to leave right now, and uh, we're gonna talk later. Once I've calmed down. And he was like, what? And I was like, uh, you know, I tend to like you as a person. So I'm going to pretend that I didn't hear what I just heard. And I'm going to leave. And we'll talk later. And he was like, all right, darling. You know, you just pretend that you didn't hear that. I said, yeah, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. 
because there's he's like 90 some years old i don't know how old he is but he's old he's up there okay like you're not going to change his mind on his deathbed right but like he also needs to know it's not okay to say in front of me not definitely not i am white i'm covered in tattoos do you think that because I grew up in New Pal or whatever, also not my choice, um, that maybe I'm like super racist? Uh, no. I had no idea that you grew up in New Pal. I went to high school in New Pal. I grew up in more in central area. Oh. Like, so like I grew up in a really diverse area and then in high school I went to the whitest high school they could find. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong, I got a great education in New Pal. It's just... Yeah, it's just I didn't... It, it's just mostly one color, yeah? Yeah. I can literally count the amount of uh, any type of color on my hands, and it's four. And at one point, I kind of put up like half a thumb because at one point we had five, but we expelled her within oh, a week. Oh, that sucks. So four. Four people of non-white descent. I mean, that happens. In New Pal. That, yeah, it does. It well, it happens does. in a lot of places, actually. Yeah. Especially here in the Midwest. That, that's, a, that's a fairly common occurrence. It's just If sad. you don't live in like Indianapolis or like Gary or like somewhere that's like a, well, and a bigger... I, I, I liked growing up in Indianapolis because of the diversity. And don't get me wrong, traffic in New Pal was way better than traffic in Indianapolis. Definitely. You know, the, solid upgrade. But traffic wise, that has nothing to do with diversity. That has to do with like just general. Everyone is close. Like yeah, and and so it's just I I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I I feel like like that's like a weird stigma that I somehow get is like you're you're super duper white. I'm going to go with Irish. Um, you're a racist. And I'm like, hmm. But see, I'm not. So thank you. Goodbye. I don't know. But what I do know is that I love Nike's commercial. I get that it's just a business standpoint. I get that they're trying to jump. Not not jump on a bandwagon, but they're trying to get ahead of a, a curve. They're trying to get ahead of something that they feel our generation is going to support. And No, we definitely are. Yeah. but uh, I mean, it, it, it was a smart move. I mean, their stocks are up. They were down for like a day. Their sales are up because all these crazy white people just keep buying Nike shit to burn. Because I'm sorry, if if anybody wants to correct me, please, please feel free. But if you can find me a single person of color burning a Nike jersey, if you can find them burning a Nike jersey, I, I will literally get back on the podcast and admit that I was wrong. Well, here's the thing. I can already tell you that you are because I know people of color who have burned Nike things. But those people of color are members of my family who have posted things on Facebook about burning Nike things because they are also uninformed. Wow. Yep. It happens on both sides. You know, people, I will, I will bow down. Yeah. I will the bow funny down. thing is like people, people think that because I'm black and I, I come from a black community and I have lots of black people in my family. That every single person thinks the exact same way. Exactly. But no, they don't like, just like you have like your, your grandpa mm-hmm. who gets all of his news from Fox news. I have an uncle who was a Vietnam vet who is, Trump, 100% all the things that are against black people Mm -hmm. because he doesn't know better. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it can definitely happen in any family. And that's another, once that's a conversation that we just had. That, what what just happened there was, if you can show me that, I will be honestly surprised. And you were like, but I can show you that. Okay. I'm obviously wrong. That's a conversation that just happened. If you guys want to take notes for the Twitter arguments that we're going to be having later, I want to have a conversation. Josh wants to fight you IRL. <laughs> Maybe not IRL because you'll you'll realize that I'm tall and you'll probably be a bit scared that I'll snatch your purse. But yeah, what, what like, was the first podcast you're on? You're like 20 feet tall. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I don't fit in buildings. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's, they model buildings around him. They're like, how tall should we make this building? They're like, okay, Josh, we just need you to stand here. We got to get some boards put up real quick. I normally have to get on my knees to go through most doorways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything else you want to say? About well, the, the funny thing is, like, there's a lot of things that I did want to say, but they were also echoed by you. Um, oh, and I like several, and several other things. That's why I kind of just like let you rant because for the most part, like the things that you were saying it. are things that I wanted to say, I but like I, I added my little bits of, of things that mattered in there. So I feel like you should have been able to talk just as much though. Like, no, it's okay. It's I feel okay. like I had like a weird amount of like pent up aggression <laughs> that when you were like, Hey, I kind of want to talk about Nike. I was like, oh, I can finally talk about Nike. <laughs> It's okay. You, you let it out. You're I good. Did. I feel this, a this, lot is, better. this became a mini rant sode. I You know what? We haven't had one in a hot second, so there you go. Ranting check. But yeah, I mean, the only thing that I feel like I would add is that, like, my my experience with, like, the whole Trump and everything is slightly different because I'm a person of color. But for the most part, the thing that a lot of people don't really understand, this is kind of the thing I mentioned, is that. I also deal with a lot of the things that white people also deal with mm-hmm. because un- unlike most white people who are looking kind of at the situation and trying to influence it from a place of whiteness, I am also in it while looking at other people who are doing the same thing. Uh-huh. So it's really kind of weird because I, I have like issues on both sides, but friends on both sides, yep. which is really interesting to be like in because I've had lots of conversations with, with, like, older people in my family about Trump and about black people and about, you know, all the other things currently happening in America. But I've also had much more interesting conversations with my white friends who are damn near more woke than I am, which is hilarious. <laughs> so, like, it's 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 really interesting to see both sides. Um, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting to be, be on both sides of the, the situation. Well, on the subject of, like, white woke people, I feel like it's almost easier I, I don't know how else to say that to be a woke white person because there's very little backlash because you do you have you do if, if you don't believe that white privilege is a thing once again please open your eyeballs <laughs> okay white privilege is not you know you, you don't get a different thing at the supermarket white privilege is you know not being pulled over and asked to step out of your vehicle for a broken tail light or white privileges, wait for it, getting pulled over for going almost 20 miles over the speed limit with expired license plates and a tail light out, um, opening up your glove compartment to show everyone the um, alcohol syringes that you stole from a bar a week prior and forgot that you had put in there, and then giving the cop an expired license, because I accidentally gave him my old one from before I was married, um, and getting a warning. That is white privilege. Never being asked for my vehicle to be searched after those syringes fell out of my, uh, you know, fell out of my thing. I got pulled over and I, I honestly don't think that I, I mean, I, I, that, that's white privilege. I'm sorry. Like I own it. I know what it is. And I, trust me, I appreciate the fact that I didn't get a ticket that day. I should have gotten several tickets that day, but I didn't. And I really own that up to the fact that I have white privilege. You want to see another example? Yes. Go. Uh, another example of white, privilege, of white privilege is the fact that I'm a large black man and I got a $200 speeding ticket for going 10 miles over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. 10 miles. Well, I will say that it's the same price for no matter how 
how you go just working in a but I do you know how many warnings that I've gotten so freaking many like and it wasn't just that one example where I had everything but like I've gotten pulled over before for speeding multiple times warning Jesse's done the same thing pulled over for speeding well how much is our ticket we didn't get one we got a warning um, then we were driving on um, expired license plates because we had bought, we, like we had paid for it, but the sticker hadn't come in, and I didn't know, hey, I should probably carry the printed out version of my car or whatever. And he just was so like, that way you have it. Yeah, he's like, no big deal. Just next time that you guys are driving, didn't even double check with us that we'd actually bought it because obviously I don't have paper in my car. He's like, just next time, make sure that you're driving with it. Go ahead and just go on home. Totally fine. There are so many instances where I should have gotten a ticket that I didn't. And maybe it's because I live in a smaller-ish town like Franklin. Like, maybe it would have been different somewhere else. But I don't think so. I'm sorry. That's just my view. And, like, I I get the good end of it. It's called privilege for a reason because it's <laughs> it, it's not like, you know, we're getting the, the raw end of the deal here. Um, but just know that you have it. And if you're brave enough, use it to help other people that don't have the same privileges that you do. I'm not saying that you're rich. I'm not saying that you have a better job. I'm not saying that any of that is a privilege. I'm saying the fact that you don't have to worry that every single time that you get pulled over for a cop that you're not going to see your family again, even when you're doing nothing wrong. That is what I define as white privilege. If you know that you can leave your house and at any time you are not constantly worried about getting killed, you have privilege. I'm yeah. sorry, like that's, that's just where I had to put that. And I fully support Colin Kaepernick. I fully support Nike. Okay, I will not say fully support Nike because I'm pretty sure that the jury's still out on whether or not they use child sweatshops in Asia. But... I fully support the cause that they're getting behind, I will say. I don't plan on buying a bunch of extra shit because I can't afford Nike products usually. <laughs> um, but I also really, I think that using Colin Kaepernick was probably one of the smartest things that they could have done business-wise. And I also hope that they are behind the the stance that they're taking and it's not just a business move. I mean, it, we'll, we'll come to see in future in the future if it was just a business move. It won't take long for that to be determined, but... Either way, I, they're in pretty good standing right now with a lot of the people who actually understand the point behind yeah. Kaepernick's whole situation. And once again, if you guys actually want to have a discussion with it, hit us up on Twitter. Any of the things, but if any you, of the social medias. If you uh, if you come at us like morons, though, we're going to treat you like morons. So please come at us in a not moronish way. Can you say moron on a podcast? I don't think there's any reason why you can't. It's not like the M word or anything? No, as far as I'm aware, no. My inner snowflake is popping out. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm Megan. I'm Josh. And, this and we'll see y'all next week on The Subject Tonight. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Are there any, like, catchphrases that we haven't said yet? What do you mean? Like, that we haven't solidified as catchphrases? Yeah, like have we not said any of them? We got the we got the we got the still on patrol. Uh-huh. We got the you've seen chicken run, mm-hmm. and we added uh, bass backwards. Got, yeah, bass backwards. That's a new. <laughs> that's a new one. That, that, that's get on that people. <laughs> we like arts, 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 people. Arts, people. Arts, people. Get on that shit.